This is the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z. Let it snow. And let's go. Happy holidays from Steve Z and the Truth Hurts Program. God, I love my holiday promos. Those are so nice. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Hey, everybody, it's Steve Z, the Truth Hurts Program. It is Wednesday, hump day, December the 6th, 2023. And as promised, I'm back to bashing Joe Biden because a few of my listeners got really upset that for a few days I started talking about puppy dogs and kittens and other things. But when you have a president as bad as Joe Biden, as horrific as Joe Biden, as horrible, as inept, as incompetent, as incapable as Joe Biden, you must point it out to America. Half of Americans understand that Joe Biden is a disaster. The other half still need convincing. There, is that a little better? Okay, now I can hear me in the monitors a little better. Thank you. Before I get into the Biden bashing, Illinois appeals court affirms actor Jussi Smollett's convictions and jail sentence. Remember Jussi Smollett? He was an actor on the Fox television series Empire, a homosexual, queer, gay, black actor who found out his role and the series was coming to an end and was pretty sure that he wasn't a good enough actor to land a role on any other series or any other show or even a commercial for, I don't know, AIDS? An appeals court upheld the disorderly conduct convictions of actor Jussie Smollett, who was accused, and it was proven, that he staged a racist, homophobic attack against himself back in 2019 and then lied to Chicago cops. You remember the sick, twisted, queer, gay black man calling the cops, claiming that he was attacked by two big, burly white men wearing MAGA hats and ski masks, shouting racial slurs, calling him a gay N-word that rhymes with bigger? So he called the cops and they went on a manhunt, which then turned back to the actor himself. Authorities proved that he paid two men that he worked with, who happened to not be white men, from the set of Empire. He was convicted in 2021 on five felony counts for lying to the police, disorderly conduct, etc. He now has to finish a 150-day stint in jail that was part of his sentence. You see, he spent only six days in jail before he filed his appeal, so they let him out. And now, homie going back behind the giant walls, you heard me? Lawyers for Smollett who this article mentions is black and gay multiple times, publicly claimed that he was the target of racial justice system and people playing with politics. The Court of Appeals judge, Fredrina Lyle, said she would have thrown out the convictions. But Lyle says it was fundamentally unfair to appoint a special prosecutor and charge Smollett when he had already performed some community service as part of a 2019 deal with the crooked Cook County Black Prosecutors to drop some of the charges. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Judge Fredretta Lyle, Fredretta Lyle was not the judge in the appeal case for Smollett. So, go to jail. Go where you belong, Mr. Smollett. Maybe you'll meet a guy there who can make you happy, or at least make you scream. This is the Truth Hurts Program.
One more thing before I get to the Biden bashing. Donald Trump was mocking questions about authoritarianism and whether he would be a dictator because that's what the Democrats are out there telling their minions, their brainwashed, mind-dead voters. Oh, as soon as Donald Trump becomes the president, he's going to be a dictator, and that'll be the last election in American history, and he's going to be a dictator, and then you're going to all lose your rights, and black people are going to be back in chains, and, and, and gay people are going to get beheaded, and Donald Trump's not going to let you vote ever again. Been hearing that now for weeks. And unfortunately, the uneducated, the ignorant, the stupider half of our country is actually believing some of those lies. Well, Donald Trump mocked questions about authoritarianism on Tuesday, saying he would only be a dictator on day one, and then he's going to close the border and get to drilling. The former president and current frontrunner for president told Fox News' Sean Hannity before a very friendly crowd in Davenport, Iowa, quote, After that, I'm not a dictator, okay? Trump declined to discuss pledges of retribution against his political opponents, including alleged threats to investigate President Joe Biden and others who have criticized him. Well, let me tell you something, my friends. Many of the Democrats in power today, including Joe Biden, including Letitia James, the prosecutor against Donald Trump in New York, ran their campaigns saying they were going to investigate Donald Trump. And that's all they've done. Investigated and found nothing. Investigated further and found nothing. Investigated even further and still have found nothing. So if on day one, Donald Trump closes the border, starts offshore drilling, and starts inviting companies to come back and make products and goods and services here in America, and truly does begin to repair all of the damage of Bidenomics, all of the damage and destruction of our economy caused by Joe Biden, and then the next day investigates Joe Biden for the crimes he has committed, then I applaud him for it. Biden and other opponents, including a couple of crybaby Republicans like Chris Christie, describe Trump as a threat to democracy. Well, guess what? He ran this country just fine for four years despite being persecuted, prosecuted, attempting a impeachment against him twice. All of the false accusations, fake narratives, phony dossiers. Julie Chavez Rodriguez, the quota hire appointee as Biden's campaign manager, said Donald Trump has been telling us exactly what he will do if he's reelected. And tonight he said he'll be a dictator on day one. Americans should believe him. Really? Are you that ignorant? Did you not learn anything? about English as a second language, Julie Chavez Rodriguez. The former president, the front runner for the GOP nomination in 2024, has accurately described some of his opponents as vermin, a term used by 20th century dictators like Adolf Hitler and Benito Mussolini. Let's see, this article was in the USA Today, so of course it's anti-Trump. During the Fox News appearance, Trump rightfully and accurately attacked Biden. He claimed that his supporters are behind the four criminal trials that are pending against him. Trump would be correct. Trump also accurately mocked Biden's age, frailty, and inability to do most things normal people can do. He also says he believes Biden will not be the Democratic Party nominee. He says, I personally don't think he makes it. Fox billed the event as a town hall, but no one got to ask a question. It turned out to be a campaign rally which was fine. Who cared? Who cares? Trump 
traveled to Iowa for this Fox News appearance one day before Republican rivals will be gathering in Tuscaloosa, Alabama for the so-called also-rans debate, which happens tonight on Fox. The also-rans debate will not feature Donald Trump because he is so very far ahead of the polls, or in the polls, rather, both on the Republican and Democratic side of things, that he doesn't want to waste his time on a debate. It's like being Mike Tyson at the height of his career and having lesser boxers surround him and say, well, he, he did this and, 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 and he hit a woman once and, and, and he put, put his garbage can out, out all the way on the street one time and, 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 and he let his mail pile up twice and one time he didn't even cut his grass. So what? He's still the heavyweight champion of the world at the time. Donald Trump doesn't need to go and stand on a stage and have people throw barbs at him. He is the obvious frontrunner, with nearly 50% of Republicans saying they will vote for him right now. And the rest saying, well, if it's a choice between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, Donald Trump wins hands down. There's a new IRS tax rule coming out. It's called the $600 rule. If you've been picking up a few dollars, selling some goods online, if you've been advertising that you're doing grass cutting or landscaping or babysitting online, the new $600 per year rule would have required you to get a 1099K form to report that threshold, to report that extra $600 that you need to try and make ends meet in Joe Biden's disastrous inflationary economy. You'll be happy to know the $600 rule, according to the IRS, will not be taking effect in 2023. They will treat 2023 as a period of transition. The Joe Biden so-called American Rescue Plan requires that third-party settlement organizations like payment apps such as PayPal, Etsy, and eBay must report annual earnings of more than $600 for the sale of goods and services on Form 1099-K. So let's say you came up with a new Biden bashing baseball cap and you want to sell them for $10 a piece and you sell quite a few of them and you make 800 bucks this year, or 700 or 601. You will under Biden's America Rescue Plan changes to the tax code be required to fill out this form 1099K and report that income to the IRS so that you are forced to pay taxes on it. The new requirement was supposed to be implemented last year, but the IRS delayed it because the Biden administration didn't want to burden you anymore with the inflation he caused. Because of confusion involved in distributing an estimated 44 million Form 1099-K, and in the face of efforts to hide Bidenomics and the failure of Biden's inflation upon every household, they went ahead and said, ah, let's push it back another year. And now it's not going to take effect until 2025 so the Democrats can blame Donald Trump during his next term in office. There is an interim threshold that will be applied next year, $5,000. So if you make $5,000 selling your goods or services on eBay, Facebook, TikTok, Etsy, or any of the other online opportunities, you will have to pay taxes on them and be burdened unnecessarily by filling out the 1099K form. Thank you, Joe Biden. Steve Z and the Truth Hurts program. All right, let the Biden bashing begin. The first headline in the Biden bashing marathon today. 
Fox News writes, Inflation is already out of control. Bidenomics is making it worse. The article begins, Bidenomics is a dud. Across the political spectrum, pretty much everyone agrees that Biden's economic policies have delivered higher inflation, more debt, a lack of financial security, and that our nation is on the wrong track economically. Biden's economic and political teams are now searching for a new approach to get us back to the booming pre-pandemic Donald Trump era economy that the country was enjoying while Donald Trump was president and that was destroyed thanks to, you guessed it, the 10 letter B word, Bidenomics. In fact, as I have shared with you over the past few days, my desire for you to keep using the term Bidenomics every time you speak about Biden's inflation, Biden's looming recession, Biden's high interest rates, Biden's home sales bust, everything that he has done to destroy the economy, the voters of America, the people you like, the people you dislike, the people with whom you agree, the people with whom you disagree. Every single American should have the word Bidenomics ingrained in their psyches. And the word Biden shall forever be identified with Joe Biden's failed economy. That's correct, my friends. This shouldn't be too difficult. Remember James Carville, the once famous or slightly famous political strategist for the Bill Clinton administration? He said it's the inflation, stupid. Hillary Clinton said it's the economy, stupid. And it is Joe Biden's inflation, Joe Biden's economy. Inflation is far and away the top economic concern for Americans right now and has been since he brought our nation to record high 9.1% inflation in a single month. Biden must shoulder all of the blame. The only thing the Biden administration has done to attempt to address his inflation is to rename his massive public works bill, the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, which by the way, did nothing but worsen inflation. In the short term, inflation has not gone down and there are no prospects in the long term under Biden's current economic policies and taxation system to make your financial situation any better whatsoever. While Joe Biden continues to row, row, row the economy boat in the wrong direction, he has been somewhat fortunate that the Fed's interest rate hikes managed to cool the rate of inflation, if only slightly. The hikes have come at a significant cost. It is now much more expensive for you to buy a new home or a car if you're financing it, which is he has shifted inflation to higher interest rates, which are in fact, you guessed it, inflation. How can they not see this? How can the Fed chairman not see that the higher interest rates are just another form of inflation? If you could buy a car for 0.9% interest while Donald Trump was president, and now you have to pay 9% interest, the price of that car has gone up by a minimum of 9% and with compounded interest, meaning you're paying most of the interest upfront during your loan, 9% of the cost of the money you borrowed, it's not only 9% on top of the price of the car, it's 9% each and every single month that you make a car payment. It is 9% on top of the balance that you owe. 
the higher interest rates of Joe Biden's Bidenomics economy have made it more expensive for even the government to borrow money. Interest rates on the national debt have doubled over the past three years. Interest alone payments, meaning we're not paying down the principal, have more than doubled over the past three years of Joe Biden's inflationary economy. This has exacerbated the nation's debt problem and pushed us towards the debt spiral that becomes deeper and more turbulent by the moment. Inflation could be tackled if Joe Biden would simply abandon Bidenomics. If he would just extend the tax cuts of Donald Trump's Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017. But you see, that Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017 is directly tied to Donald Trump. So that means automatically it's a non-starter for Joe Biden because he hates all things Trump. Newsweek's Anna Skipper writes, Biden administration to pay millions in climate change reparations. You heard me correctly. Biden sent Abe Lincoln, Antony Lincoln, and John Kerry, and of course, Al Gore, to the COP28 conference in Dubai, in which the United States has pledged to contribute $17.5 million to a climate impact and response fund after reaching an agreement with global leaders. It happened on the first day of the COP28 giant party, a party in which people flew on private jets or on ocean liners and rented expensive limousines and cars to tell you that you shouldn't drive the F-250 diesel, Steve. You should walk or get a horse. But we're going to keep flying around on private jets. We're going to keep burning electricity because we are the people telling you what you should and should not do. Several countries contributed a few dollars to the fund. The funds will be used to help nations most impacted by the made-up lie of so-called man-caused climate change. They're giving away $17.5 million of my tax money, your tax money. Unbelievable. State of the Union writes, Biden campaign scrambling to influence, quote, minority voters, unquote. Biden campaign spokesman Quentin Folks described the concerns amongst Democrats over the slipping support in the key demographic groups, including black African American, 13% hyphenated American minorities, young people, and other communities of color. The campaign is focusing on trying to draw a contrast and emphasizing the so-called accomplishments of Joe Biden to bring back dark-skinned voters. Folks mentioned the importance of engaging with the voters that Biden has upset, including the Muslim Americans who were pissed off for Biden's righteous support of Israel. He, of course, emphasized Biden has a focus on diplomacy and keeping America safe. He said, and I quote, Our focus is on drawing the contrast and talking about what we want to do and what we have accomplished. And so, for younger voters in particular, focusing on the fact that the president is fighting to prevent gun violence, fighting for climate change, while Donald Trump is, as recently as today, with the IRA, saying he would repeal it or try and roll it back. And so, these things that we have to be focused on and have to make our call to our campaign and the message to talk to these voters. And we are going to have to do that in a lot of different ways. 
as our campaign has said, we are already up on television, $25 million advertising by Jen Psaki, the former presidential White House spokesperson, followed up with a question about losing support from Muslim Americans over the unwavering support of Israel. Folks said, look, I mean, first of all, the president always say that it's really important for us to continue to engage with folks even when they upset at us. As you know, you have probably heard him say it before. I wish, this is tough for me, because I wish I could come on television and tell everybody all the things that Joe Biden is doing to bring hostages home, to keep innocent civilians in the region safe. But as you know, this work is normally, this work of diplomacy is normally done behind closed doors because that's when it's most effective. And so while I can't do that, Joe Biden has not since day one of this treated this as a political issue. He has treated this as an issue from being commander in chief and keeping us safe. That is where the focus is. That is where his focus is. And so for us, that's the reason that 81 million Americans turn out to send Joe Biden to the White House in the first place. And it's a stark contrast to what Donald Trump or the Republicans bring to the table. And unfortunately in our political climate, the people who go out and beat their chest about everything that they do get the attention. That's not who Joe Biden is. The end of the day, that's exactly why Joe Biden was elected four years ago. Oh, the lies. Oh, the political spin. Joe Biden was running around for three years beating his chest, calling his economy Bidenomics. Bidenomics, which has failed the people of color the most. Bidenomics, the inflation, the high interest rates are harming the black community, the lower income communities, the Hispanic communities, the marginalized communities, and the so-called underserved communities way, way more than Bidenomics and Biden's high inflation are hurting wealthier people in the nation. Hmm. Keep on lying, Joe Biden. It's what supposedly got you elected in the first place. You're listening to the Truth Hurts program. The U.S. housing market, thanks to Joe Biden's Bidenomics and high interest rates, are facing the worst downturn since 2008 when Obama was president and Biden was vice president. As sales plunge to record low, Ava Chen writes in the Trendy Digest, the U.S. housing market is facing its worst downturn since the 2008 financial crisis. Contract signings for existing homes plummeted to a record low in October. November's figures aren't out yet, but they are looking dismal as well. High mortgage interest rates thanks to Joe Biden's inflation, a low housing inventory, and soaring prices thanks to Joe Biden's inflation have put the dampers on the demand for home ownership and pushed many buyers to the sidelines because they can no longer afford to buy a house, much less finance a house. According to the National Association of Realtors, and it's pronounced Realtors, not Realtors, another one of those pet peeves when someone says Realtor, it's real, R-E-A-L-T-O-R, Realtor. According to the National Association of Realtors, the pending home sales index fell 
by over one and one half percent month over month in October and declined by a whopping 8.5% year over year as mortgage interest rates remained elevated thanks to Joe Biden's economy. Supplies of homes on the market remain tight because people know they can get more to sell their home right now, but where the hell are they gonna live if they sell their existing home? A new home for them will cost them exponentially more and the interest rate that they might need to finance the difference between what they're selling their current home for and what they'll have to buy the new home for is pricing them out of the market as well. The decline in pending home sales exceeds the drop seen during the 2008 housing bust. Mortgage rates are extremely high right now, hitting over 8% on average this week, the highest level in 23 years, according to bankrate.com. Joe Biden's rising interest rates have made home ownership less affordable and less attractive for potential buyers, especially the young first-time home buyers. The young, wait a minute, that's the people Joe Biden wants and needs to vote for him. And now his economy, Bidenomics, is forcing those young people to no longer be able to afford a home. The Biden administration says they're planning to buy 2.7 million barrels of oil to refill the strategic petroleum reserve that he drained as a campaign stunt. That campaign stunt helped him in the midterm elections to keep the Senate in Democrat control. The disgraceful Biden administration plans to buy 2.7 million barrels of oil to help replenish the much depleted emergency stockpile. The planned purchase is at $79 a barrel, much higher than the price he basically sold and gave away our strategic petroleum reserve way back during the midterm elections. The White House announced plans earlier this year to replenish the oil reserve with a call for bids to repurchase as many as 60 million barrels of oil, which is one-third of the emergency supply that was released by Gropy Joe Biden earlier in his presidency. This is a notable increase from when Donald Trump was the president, and he tried to add to the emergency oil stockpile, but was blocked by congressional Democrats while he was in office. Donald Trump tried to buy oil to replenish the stockpile when it was trading at 20 dollars per barrel. Joe Biden's economics helped cause prices to rise to as high as $120 per barrel at the height of his inflation. A few other headlines I wanted to read to you. The massive burden of Biden's undocumented immigrants that appeared in the Hill. At COP28, Blinken warns of an escalating food crisis. This according to Reuters. Now they're going to try and scare you and say you won't have enough food to eat because we're polluting. Washington Examiner's Paul Bettard writes, too late for Newsom or any other white knight to enter the 2024 race as a surrogate to Joe Biden. The article written in the Daily Express US, self-checkouts will be scrapped at Walmart, Costco, and Wegmans amongst other retailers. But wait a minute, I just got my invitation to the self-checkout employee Christmas dinner. What's gonna happen to that? Oh. You mean they're going to have to actually hire people to do the jobs they've been not paying me to do? 
Eric Adams calls on transport bosses to make exemptions for a proposed $15 per car congestion charge to enter Manhattan. Yeah, that'll make you go and visit the city, won't it? Immigration policy scrutinized after Venezuelan migrants attack U.S. soldiers in Texas. Yeah, now they're getting violent if we don't let them in. And the headline in State of the Union, Biden administration announces new rules targeting the oil and gas industries. We've got a whole lot to talk about on the next episode of the Truth Hurts program. Go out there and make it a great day, everybody. We'll see you next time. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from Steve C. and the Truth Hurts program. Hey, hey, you, over there. Are you thinking about how you're going to make this Christmas season merry and bright for your loved ones? Are you worried your paycheck is not cutting it thanks to Biden inflation and Bidenomics? Is the cost of everything being much higher than it was just four years ago weighing on your mind? Are you concerned that your kids won't understand why their gifts are smaller and cheaper than they were just four short years ago? Well, you're not alone. Look, I'm not trying to tell you that your kids will hate you for being a cheapskate, but you know it's true. I'm Lucky Louie from Lucky's Loan and Pawn. You know the place. The dingy yellow building with the iron bars on the windows next door to the plasma center and the methadone clinic on the south side. Well, listen, my friend. Lucky's got a deal for you that might just make this year's gift-giving a little bit easier. We've knocked over some of the area's finest jewelry stores, liquor stores, banks, and high-end retailers through our network of minority smash-and-grab hoodie heists and our organized shoplifting events so that we could bring you some really hot deals. And if it's cash you need, our interest rates are almost as good as your local bank thanks to Bidenomics and the Fed. So come on down and fill your stocking at Lucky's Loan and Pawn. And unlike the crooks at the bank or the IRS, we'll only break a few bones if you don't repay. You'll get to keep your house. For now. Copyright 2023, the Truth Hurts Program Network, all rights reserved. This program is pre-recorded. Thank you for listening. Copyright 2023, the Truth Hurts Program Network, all rights reserved. Background music courtesy of Jason Shaw and Audionautics. This program was pre recorded.